Welcome to a nice bank show, everybody, where we're talking some Simpsons. Woohoo! So, um, yeah, this episode, because in rare fashion, we'd actually need it before we put up, is going to be called I'll Be Quirky Isotopes. So, let's all get ready for a little chaos everywhere. I'm your host, Jonathan uh, Gilchrist. That guy over there is uh, DJ Madman. DJ Madman. I, just, I had that. Have you ever had that weird moment where you're talking and you get ahead of yourself? Like I almost called myself DJ Matman, and I know that's not what I call myself. What we gotta check something's wrong because you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way for a lawsuit right there. Um, and yeah, today we're talking some Simpsons. We just watched uh, season twelve, episode fifteen. I had to remind myself, wasn't it season fifteen of The Simpsons, which is called "Hungry, Hungry Homer." And, uh, yeah, I'll just give the brief synopsis like I normally do for this. Sorry, I still have The Simpsons up in front of me, so I'm laughing at what's happening in the current episode. <laughs> um, so I'll give the synopsis of the episode. Uh, so it's, it's a later episode. So the whole – one of the things I think that people don't really talk about but I think is a big part of why there is a golden era and a not golden era is that the setup doesn't necessarily – lead into the main plot of this show like it all makes sense but i think in the golden era a lot more of the show it just it flows much more naturally like homer fucks up at his job it's found out that he doesn't have a college degree he has to go back to college it's all one story um but when you get to later episodes it's like this where they start off where they're gonna go to blocko land and <laughs> because they go to blocko land everybody gets souvenirs but lisa doesn't have a piece to her souvenir, which is a Statue of Liberty. And so Homer goes back and decides Eiffel to fight. Tower. Eiffel Tower. Okay. But he decides to go back and fight for the little guy, gets the piece for the Eiffel Tower, and then decides that, you know, he's going to stand up for the little guy, which through a bunch of different things leads him to helping Lenny get his money back for his season tickets to the Isotopes, the, um, the minor league team in Springfield. And Homer discovers while he's there that they're moving the team to Albuquerque and decides to go on a hunger strike until people believe him and stop the team from moving. So, like I said, it's just, it's not that anything about the episode's bad. It's just there's a lot of like, it, from a point A, Lockerland has nothing to do with where this episode ends up compared to like Homer goes to college where it all flows together. And I just, I had that thought as I was like, huh. That is a weird difference in later episodes. Yeah, so. I think that's a generational thing because, like, now that you say it, all of my favorite episodes are like that, where it's like, how does this tie to the like, like the Tamako glove slap episode, like, or mm-hmm. um, when Homer ends up <clears throat> going on a missions trip, like that whole setup is like a real wonky, and that's like that's kind of why most of the, most of the cartoons I like is like a weird yeah. setup that like, how is this related to the storyline? It's like, Oh, okay. Another one with, it's kind of like that because it's a later one. Um, but does it at least acknowledge it at the end is the episode where there's two Springfield. Um, because that one starts off with a badger being inside the doghouse, 
And uh, Homer then tries to call an exterminator and finds out there's a new area code, which is what leads to the split of the town. But at least at the very end of the episode, the Badgers show back up as they're being distracted by a Who concert and they, like invade the town. So it's like a tie-in to the beginning. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, that I think that really is the dividing line between the two, the two eras. Not that I like one better than the other, because there's a lot of episodes that aren't from the golden era that I really do like, including this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this is also one of those moments that I feel old because I remember, as I told you, I remember the episode being aired for the first time, like the commercials, like, check out Homer on a hunger strike, you know. Mm-hmm. Those so that always makes me feel old. The other one that always sticks in my head is the episode with the Hell Satans and uh, John Goodman playing the lead biker. Hmm. And I'm like, yep, I remember very clearly when that episode was about to be aired. Uh, makes me feel very, very, very old. But anyway, um, so yeah, because this is like this is one of those episodes you chose, you put it on the list. What about this episode? Do you like like why is it like one of your favorites? Dude, well, we were just talking through it. Like, there's so many little bits, like <laughs> bit after bit after bit after bit. There's these little like nuanced jokes, like even to how, like the second time when he goes to the thing to release the private room there's literally a guy with the trumpet going there like there's so many little joke setups and like simpsons is good at that but like this is one of those episodes that like it just keeps hitting it doesn't like have like you know some of the episodes before have like a lesson or you know something before this is all just like little snap like little snap swivel jokes little just kind of little um matchstick what am i trying to think of little you know slap humor just quick boom 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 and even too like you caught some of the other references like in the same episode the whole hair gel thing and then referencing like how he ends up (laughs) how he he ends up like dismantling you think like oh no like that was one of the funny things too i love about homer is like when he needs to be aggressive or you think he's going to be he does something just foolish instead so like when he goes to the hairdresser he's like oh what if you would like if I gently throw this hairnet to the ground? He's like, um, I, I, I kind of mind that. <laughs> and then he just threatens by like opening lids, um, yeah. where you know you thought he was gonna like go in there and like you know threaten to punch him or fight him or something, and you're like, no. Yeah, and then the other joke is the fact that like the guy says, "I can't streak all of that hair." <laughs> I would be ruined. And then he almost like, oh, yeah. And then they show him like using an adding machine to go to the guy's budget and find out, yeah, his profit margins are raised. Really there's also, right after that, I don't know, I don't think it would be done today because it is like a very weird gay joke. Mm-hmm. Um, because the joke is that the reason his profit margins are so thin is that they need loafer lighteners because um, being light in the loafer is an old school, like, you know, gay term basically um so i don't think that would be done but i but i still do like the the setup to that where it's, yeah the adding machine so one of those things where it's like yeah we've definitely come a long way because i don't i don't think like the jokes in bad taste it's just not necessarily that funny you know what i mean well that's the thing it's more of the setup again is like the joke is funny because that's the resolution that's how homer ends up getting the coupon back is <laughs> He tells the guy that said there's a better way to do it that's way cheaper. He's like, I'll save thousands of dollars by doing that. And like, right. why would Homer know how to lighten loafers? Like, even as a, as a concept, like, there's just right. some like miracle stupidity that's there. 
Also, well, I guess also it's funny that there's a, the visual joke of a guy taking literal shoes and dunking them into this like white liquid to turn the light. That is funny, but yeah, as far as like it being only because these guys are clearly gay, that's the part that's like eh, I don't think you need that in you know 2022. But I'm not going to hold it to that standard. So, um, let's see. I uh, I really I love the um, hunger strike because it is such a anti-Homer Simpson way to protest. So I do love the idea that somebody was like, oh yeah, let's have him do a hunger strike. And uh, my favorite part, the part that my brother and I would always um, like basically say back to each other all the time is when he's dancing to get away from his hunger pains, we would always sing the song, I'm dancing away my hunger pains, moving my feet so my stomach don't hurt. I'm kind of like Jesus, but not in a separate this way. I just, that's my fa- one of my favorite jokes ever. I love the idea you can be kind of like Jesus, but not in a sacrilegious way. Um, so I was actually, as I was watching this, because I, I take things too seriously, I was thinking to myself, and maybe you would know, because you have a memory for more details sometimes than I do. Um, what's the longest that uh, Gandhi ever went on a hunger strike for? Do you know? Oh. Um, like when he had to go to the hospital, I'm pretty sure that was like, because uh, like the body, human body can only do stuff. And even too, like the way Gandhi did it, he didn't not eat anything. He still like had something just not before, like it was before, like not juice, but like he had some kind of, so that he didn't like die, but it was right. still close. I, th- I want to say it was like 17 days or something like it wasn't a month, but I know it was more than weeks. Yeah, no, because I think the maximum of the human body can go without food is, like, at most 30 days. So I was curious on how close Homer was getting to, like, actual Gandhi levels. Well, I was going to say 12, 12 days for for that kind of thing, especially with what he – it looks like he was just literally eating nothing and then, like, no water because that's the thing. Like, Gandhi would basically explain, like, you have to at least get liquid. You can't just not, like, have anything at all. The body yeah, will just no. do because you can live without food for a long time. You can only live without water for like a couple days. I think it's like yeah, a week, I mean, maybe. It's, it has to be implied that he would have had water because if he had no water for 12 days, he would have been dead because you can't live that long without water. That's well, a cartoon, so <laughs> that's true. It's also maybe that was the wily coyote physics right there. Um, let me think. So, I you're right about like there's just a bunch of little jokes, like I Sorry, I'm again laughing at some stuff that's playing in front of me. <laughs> I was thinking about the uh, the part in Black Land where they've got the historical figures walking around, and then they're they're just Legos and they get stuck together, and some guys to come by and unstick them. And I think we mentioned this a few times. It's one of the things that makes The Simpsons so fun, is that whenever there's a background character that has to do something that's really kind of insane. Like, you know, unstick the Black Land characters or later move Hungry Hungry Homer to the uh, to the, the field. Like, they're always very disinterested. It doesn't matter what they're doing. They're always just very, like, eh, whatever. It's my job. I'm go about doing this. It's just another day. So, I, I yeah, that's fun. And that's a recurring thing. Another recurring um, joke that I've seen in other episodes is, is they love to do really weird food. It's for sale. Mm-hmm. In this episode, the the in the stands they have um, it was hot dogs and then pork chops with applesauce and then Peking duck, all just from like vendors you can get in the stands. 
but it reminded me of an episode much earlier where um, it's like a heat wave and the kids hear this ringing and they run outside thinking it's the ice cream truck and the guy comes by in the truck and he's going, um, chili, hot Texas-style chili and ginger ale, boiling hot Texas-style ginger ale. <laughs> it's just, yeah, so they love to do weird jokes mm-hmm. about food for sale in Springfield. So, um, let's see. What else is there in this episode that we really want to dive into? I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, oh. The, it, just all the bits, like mm-hmm. in some, like that, like a lot of the Duffman, because that's too. Like they do kind of develop his character for you know the entire series, but you don't mm-hmm. really know much about him. There's like one I think episode that's specifically about him, like trying to become Duffman again. Um, yeah. But like that's kind of the first, in my understanding, introduction where they actually make him, you know have a few more lines than just like, ah, it's the brewing or, or like my favorite thing was the, um, <clears throat> when they, tr- when you, it seems like they're trying to drug and bribe Homer, but they, <laughs> it's a, just a distraction so that he's like, do you want to try this, you know, uh, new malt we have? And you think it's like, okay, that they're just going to drug him. And really it's just a physical distraction because they inject him with something. Um, and then he drinks it and he's like, oh yeah, so malty. Um, they'll never know <laughs> yes that was, that's what I mean like literally like every bit also has that one extra line like even mm-hmm. two we were talking about like the consistency of that Homer is like the fact that he's so focused and convinced that even at the very end when he's like they're telling him he has to give up he connects the dots that the food that they're going to offer him you know is actually like pretty uh, significant like hey those are kind of like the promotion to make it to go to albuquerque so like normal there'd be a time of homer you wouldn't think he would connect those dots because you know he was on a hunger strike for 12 or whatever days so like to have the wherewithal for homer wherewithal to have that like later on i feel like he would have just like given up or whatever with some other bit too um and then too when you're talking about nostalgia like the hungry thing that's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like. And you said your brother, like you and your brother had that song. Like Hungy is something that like I and my one friend like identified with is like, like when we did something where like we were like running or doing P90X or Insanity, we right. just be like, we so hungry. Um, so there were a little, we talked about before, but there's some episodes where even like one thing or meh, when they actually like, that was kind of like the introduction. Cause there's actually a Simpsons episode, not this one where Lisa and Bart like defined what meh means. But like this episode was like kind of the first, like not introduction, but like they build up the block of land thing. And then the kids mm-hmm. are just kind of like, it's all right. And they're like, Hey kids, do you want to go? And they're just like, meh. Right. Yeah, no. And um, I don't know if this is the first time, but it's definitely one of the more prominent moments where meh, and that does become a thing throughout the series. And now it's, mm-hmm. I think it might even be in the dictionary. Yes. That might be one of those things that got that far. Um, but yeah, meh just means, eh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, that is a very much a generational thing for people about our age and maybe a little bit older, a little bit younger that like grew up on the Simpsons that meh just became a word that is now, you know, used all the time. Um. Oh, as I was thinking about Duffman, I th- I think you're right about the fact that like his character does keep getting developed, but I think in one of his earliest um, appearances, because I think this might be the earliest one, it's the episode where um, Homer goes to New York City, uh, mm. but 
the way it starts off is there's a giant party thrown by Duff and Duffman comes in and uh, Lenny's like, Duffman, I thought you died. And Duffman's like, Duffman can never die. Just the actors that play him. So I think just from the beginning, Duffman's always been like the uh, Spuds McKenzie of uh, the mm. Simpsons universe. So, um, let's see, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this particular episode that I know that's interesting. I don't think so. I didn't get to do my current, my usual research because reasons of not having my glasses to be able to read stuff to do the research. So, if there's any like stuff that I'm missing as far as like you know important moments in this, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm well, gonna... I think that's like the first time though, because like the whole introduction of Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, because like. They, like I think I mentioned it when we watched the end of the episode. They they kind of like end it like that's going to be like a significant villain and like they don't Albuquerque is mentioned, but it's not like you know how like there's the neighboring town and stuff like that. Like they tried to play that off, but they didn't. But yeah. I think it's one of the first times that they reference kind of like the geographical like maybe where the Simpsons is because like if they're yeah. moving to Albuquerque and they hate Albuquerque, they can't be either. Like, you know what I mean? Like they can't be like that far away. Yeah. Um, it definitely does help you um like narrow it down. Later on they've become much more blatant with it. Mm-hmm. They're like um if you if you watch the Simpsons movie, they talk about having to go back to Springfield from Alaska and they go to Seattle and that's where they're captured. So clearly they're really close to Seattle. So yeah, and I think it's been just said at this point that they're in Oregon. It's Springfield, Oregon mm-hmm. is where they actually are from. So yeah, Albuquerque would make sense. They're not like on the other side of the country from Albuquerque. Um, but yeah, so um, I don't know. I, don't, I think that's bad. It's a, I would say this is one of those episodes that if you follow my advice about which episodes to watch, which I've given before, which is basically watch seasons one through ten and then watch the movie as a finale and then watch the episode Behind the Laughter, which I think in, is in season eleven. Um, that would be what I would say. If you just want to watch The Simpsons but not have to watch all 30 years, that's what I would tell people to watch. But you do miss some good episodes, and this is definitely one of them. Mm. So check it out and definitely give it a watch after listening to us. And if you want to know more about why Mike Farrell uh, hating Wayne Rogers is hilarious, you should become a, a, a fan of the TV series MASH, which um, that's all I'll say. I'm just going to give that little breadcrumb, and maybe I'll get some more people watching MASH. It's on Hulu, don't you know? So check yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I think I'll be about this. Will be a a bank bonus episode. So I have no idea what's coming out. We have a few few stuff in the bank, but ever since we uh, had our run in with COVID, I've liked to keep a few things in the bank. So I know on uh, whatever Monday after this, there will be some sort of Star Trek because chances are it won't be in there that long. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, yeah, join us on next Wednesday or whenever for other stuff. So, Other I like chaos the, stuff. We have yeah. we have a Twitter account. We have a TikTok. We have uh, the true. Facebook page. We have lots of ways for you to interact with us because we also want to see what you have to say about what we talk about. That is true. And actually, I'll mention it here because I've been thinking about mentioning it regularly anyway. So besides, you can follow us on Twitter, Chaos Pod Show. Follow me at Last Gilchrist One or um, at Last Gilchrist on TikTok, which is basically just the show's TikTok. Um, you can also follow the show on Facebook at Chaos is Everywhere. At the moment, I think it's more like a private group, 
Um, I don't know. I, I meant to set it up as like a, a page, but I'm pretty sure you can like it. Oh, yeah, even I think without you can being... interact with it. You just can't like post yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. So if you interact with it and uh, I see you and you want to get into it, I will let you into it. It's not a big deal. It's just, it's one of those things where I've not sat down and thought, what, what's the actual type of Facebook page we need? Um, but I do have a Facebook page where I update, you know, our weekly stuff. Yeah, so, well, I try to update it. Honestly, the Facebook page is usually the last one that I update because I feel like Twitter and uh, TikTok get more eyes to it than the Facebook stuff does. But um, I do update there. So, yeah. I'm still watching this episode. It's the episode where uh, Lisa figures out what causes bullies to bully nerds. So it's really Oh, fun. the, the uh, yeah, because I remember she uses Italian dressing or whatever, right, to deter them. Yeah, and I'm just watching the episode on silent, but I just saw an old nerd in the audience when, he, when she's demonstrating, like, wipe a tear away from his eye because they figured out bullies. It, made me just, it just was funny. Um, yeah, that's definitely going to be an episode we might talk about later because it, it's a good episode and it just happened to be on right after the one we just watched. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I wish I had more, like, concrete stuff to tell you. I could tell you that other stuff in the bank includes... The uh, movie uh, Rockadoodle. And um, yeah, it's still in the bank. I forget what the other episode we did was. It's been so long since we recorded it. I can't remember what it was. Oh, around that time frame. You cut out there. What did you say? Oh, we did another Simpsons episode around that time frame with our device. I think I already put that up, or maybe I didn't. Hmm. Honestly, I should have better uh, capture of what we're doing, but. Um, yeah, just check out the show in general. There's a plenty of stuff there to go through our back catalog. And uh, enjoy. And we will see you uh, soon. Stay quirky out there. <laughs> Good one. Mm.